Welcome back to Naturally New York. This is Natalie Aris back at it again for another episode this week. Thank you so much for listening and for enjoying hopefully last week's episode with Christine. She really had so much knowledge and wisdom to share and um, I really appreciated her coming on. And we have another amazing guest artist this week. Another one of my um, fellow actors here, Joe. He is also so talented and amazing and wise and uh we just finished recording he's the first guy we're having on and the first episode we recorded the interview outside so that was fun and yeah so i'm excited for you to hear that but first we have a lot of catch-up chatting with natting to do so let's jump into that um i believe the last episode i recorded i had not i don't think my parents had come to the ren fair yet so since we last talked, my family, my mom, dad, and my sister came to the run fair. They loved it. They had such a great time. Um, they thought everyone was so funny and just really overall enjoyed everything. Um, so yeah, it was a blast. And then on Monday morning, my mom and I drove, um, cause on sun, my mom, dad, and sister all came to the fair Saturday Sunday, just my mom came because my dad and sister had to get back home to do some work on Monday. But um, yeah, so Monday, my mom and I drove back together. We drove to Jersey and then I went to the city to see the teacher, my girlfriend, huzzah. Uh, I had not seen her in a long time, over a month, like a month and a half. Um, So that's quite a long time, especially for a new relationship. And I was a little bit nervous. I was like, oh no, what if I'm straight again? Or, you know, that's a joke. But like, what if, I don't know. I was just afraid. Um, I don't know for how it would be in person. I mean, not totally because we literally talk every day on the phone for hours. But I was just like, what if it's different? I don't know. I'm afraid. But it was quite the opposite. I was so happy to see her and her me. And yeah, we had just a great time. We um, cuddled and ordered sushi and just like stayed in and watched Netflix and all these things and it was very nice to get to be with each other in person and don't worry you know me I was only in the city for like three days so I packed a lot of things in um I met up with some of my college friends for happy hour which was really great um my girlfriend joined for these as well, which was fun. And she's, she's like friends with them all. They're all like, bring her please. Um, so it was great. And we did happy hour. Then that same night <laughs> we had dinner with my high school friends, some of them, which was very fun and nice. Um, most of whom are the ones that were on that same trip who visited the run fair, like the weekend prior. So it was good to see them again. And for some of them to meet, um, my girlfriend, which was nice they loved her and that was fun. Then we went back to her rooftop, um, which was nice. And we just vibed, had some seltzers, you know, um, with some of my friends. Um, so it was very nice, but yeah, it was a very fun time. It was so funny because my friends were all like talking, having deep conversations like we always do. And I think it was during and after that, um, the teacher was like, 
my gosh, your, your friends like talk. So like deep conversation on like a Tuesday night, like (laughs) so crazy. Like my friends don't really talk about those things that often. I was like, Oh yeah. I mean, you know me. Plus these were like my best friends of, you know, 12 years or something. So of course we, we really like to get in there. Um, (laughs) so that was just funny that, um, she pointed that out, but yeah, then the next day, I don't know if this was the next day. I think so. Yeah. I met up with uh, my friend Sydney, who is, she, I kept missing her. She was like on a cruise ship and then off a cruise ship and whatever. Um, so we finally were both in the city at the same time and place for like a day. Uh, so we got coffee and that was nice. Right after that, my girlfriend and I saw Into the Woods and oh my gosh, it was so, 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 so good. It's one of my favorite musicals in general. I, I mean, I love Sondheim and that show is just so good. There's a few good roles for me in it as well. So I've always, you know, kind of had my eye on it. But yeah, that the cast, the current cast of it is just so insanely amazing and talented and very well cast. And yeah, it's a beautiful, amazing production. If you can get tickets before it's done, I highly recommend it. Uh, My mom and sister had gone few weeks prior and they were like Natalie you need to go and it was supposed to just go until like end of August and I'm here still up here for a while so I was like I had to go while I was there for like a few days and I'm so glad I did but now they've extended the run so maybe I'll go again we'll see um how how nice my my bank account is doing I could not say enough nice things about it it's such a good show with so many iconic hits so you got to go if you can. And then I had happy hour again with some of my theater friends from Polar. Um, Yeah, just we met up, we had happy hour. Um, I caught up with them. One of my friends wrote a play and they're going to be putting up the play in the city. I'm very excited. Um, Maybe I can promo it. I think I have a, oh, this is a picture of the flyer, but it's Oh, yes. Okay. I'm promoting this. It's Emmy, actually. She she talked about this. Um, she was my first ever podcast guest, and she talked about this play, Unmarried Man, um, that she wrote with Alice Nora, Emmy Cooper Schmidt, with her. Um, and so it's going to be at the Pit Loft, August 18th through 28th. Um, so get your tickets, guys. I'm going. See you there. Um, I'm very excited for that and proud of her. And one of my other friends is, I think she's the producer, help producing it, um, Caitlin. She, she's got to be on the podcast soon. I will definitely have her on. But um, yes, yeah, so I'm just really proud of them. They were talking about that. We were just catching up in general. Um, it was really nice to see them and everyone that I got to see and just nice to be in the city. I missed it and everything. Um Yes, yeah, so then I came back to Jersey and um, my girlfriend went to, um, she took the train into Jersey the next morning and I picked her up and the town I'm from has a famous deli in New Jersey. So I took her there, we picked up some sandwiches, uh, showed her my high school and things and then we hit the road to come up here and we had an Airbnb up here um, for a few days. So I had, you know, a pickup rehearsal one day and then the two fair days. And yeah, it was really lovely to have her here. It was so amazing. Um, also just like have an Airbnb was a really nice change of pace from staying like where I've been staying here. Um, it was really nice and to like be living in the town. 
and we could like walk we like walked to this mexican restaurant they had like margarita night our first night there so we got like four dollar 450 margaritas or something um so that was insanely cheap and very fun so we were able to walk from the airbnb which was very nice no need for a designated driver um and then yeah i had rehearsal and then after rehearsal we went to the beach here which was really nice the beach meaning the lake but it's like the beach um so that was lovely um then we like wow we watched the sunset by the water which was also lovely um just like good times like it was just so nice to be able to like come home to her like see her at the end of the long days and everything um and then during the fair days while she was here it was awesome she was you know kind of hanging around me most of the time going to all the shows I was in and watching me improv and everything and it was her first time getting to see me actually like perform live not just like for her um so so that was really cool um and special and she was you know impressed and everything so that's obviously very nice we love to impress um yeah so that was great and she loved it she was like I want to come back I wish I was free the next few weekends that I could come back but she's got um she is a teacher and she has orientation and things for um the new school she's going to be teaching at so it's all good um but yes so then from there we had quite an extravaganza from there we went to Toronto but we actually stopped in Buffalo which is where she got her undergrad um so we saw her campus and everything we ate at Duff's Wings shout out if you know it um it was really good really yummy um Apparently they're famous. She showed me a picture with like Obama eating there, which is cool. Not with her with Obama, but just like that was there with Obama eating there. Um, so we love that. It was very fun. Yes. Then we drove to Niagara Falls, which I'd never been to, which was quite amazing. Um, yeah, just really beautiful. Now I'm pulling up. I made a beautiful itinerary for our trip, so I'm pulling it up so I can actually read you what we truly did. Yeah, we went to Niagara Falls. It was beautiful, stunning. Um, we really just like stopped there for an hour. Um, yeah. So that was my first time in Canada also. So that was fun. We, we drove there. Um, so also we spent a lot of time in the car together, which is very telling of our relationship and it all went well. So that's good. Um, but yes, yeah, so then we got to Toronto. We checked into our, our hotel, lovely hotel, Marriott. Very happy about that. Um, shout out to her aunt for helping us with her points and things um then we walked around oh then we walked to um ripley's aquarium which is like famous there very cool there was like tanks of like sharks and things like swimming above you which was kind of scary for me because i'm like very scared of sharks but it was also very cool um so i would recommend going there then we had dinner at the 360 restaurant at the cn tower which was very fancy, probably the fanciest meal we've ever had together. Um, so it was beautiful, though. It was so cool. It was like rotating as you as you were eating. So I think they said like 75 minutes, it rotates like 360 degrees. So you get like a beautiful view of Toronto. It's like a really high up, I don't know how many feet or meters or whatever, but very high up, beautiful view of Toronto and like Ontario and everything. Um, so that was really wonderful, lovely evening. It was funny because we actually got happy hour between that and the aquarium. And 
we had like a drink and we were like kind of tipsy and then we were, got to the restaurant we're like is it spinning or are we just like drunk and he was like no it's spinning and we were like okay cool um but yeah it was a lovely meal I had a salmon I believe which is classic for me and she had a steak a, a ribeye I don't know um so both were both were lovely and we had creme brulee for dessert it was great um yeah so then I then we went to Nathan Phillips um square just nathan phillips yeah nathan phillips square which was pretty close to our hotel so that was nice to see that's just like the toronto sign so we took some pictures there hung out um then yeah then the next day we went to kensington market which was super cool super cute oh we also had what was it like a more no it wasn't a more uh aroma aroma coffee and it was really good um i had a matcha they were out of chai tea tragedy i know but um it was quite good still and the girl my, my girlfriend the teacher um had like a blended iced coffee or something and i tried it and it was actually kind of good and i hate coffee so tea uh they're like an israeli brand um but yes yeah, so then we went to kensington market which was super cool um they had a bunch of like cool like very like liberal type fun vibe stores there I got a couple souvenirs at one of the stores, like a Toronto magnet with all the things we were doing that day and um, a little thing of maple syrup and like a maple syrup shaped glass. And I was like, I use this as like a, a um, what's it called? Flask one day. Yeah, so that was really cool. Then we walked to the art gallery of Ontario, which was a really cool um, art gallery. The top floor of it had like a new exhibit think it was like we are here or something I wish I could think of the name of the exhibit now maybe I was smart and took a picture um but it was also very like cool um liberal vibes okay these are pictures from us from our dinner oh yeah we watched the sunset from the CN tower from the top too which was quite beautiful oh I am here I did take a picture of one of the things um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. It says home movies and everyday masterpieces. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Like one of the, I took a picture of one of the things that said from cave paintings to TikTok and it just kind of showed like how we've progressed as society and things like that. Um, but yeah, there was, the I am here. There was the contemporary art from the AGO collection um Canadian collection African gallery photography collection European prints and drawings just a bunch of cool things it was a really cool um art gallery so yeah so we did that then we went we stopped back at the hotel I think because my stomach was kind of hurting or something um but it was it was also on the way to our next stop so oh right I needed to get some Tums because I had some like dairy or something um but yeah so we stopped the hotel and then we went to oh yeah we stopped at the hotel then we went to the St. Lawrence Market or just St. Lawrence Market for um lunch which was really great um yeah it was just we had like a seafood there. We had, we split like a tuna melt and like crab cakes. So it was good. Um, really cute. And then we went to the distillery district, which if you're going to Toronto, you got to go to the distillery district. It was very cool. Um, 
probably my favorite little spot we went to. Um, very cute. There was like the love sign there. We took a picture, like heart signs. Um, again, just like cute shops around there, which was nice. And um, yeah, just a really cute, great place to be. Um, and then we had dinner at Tironi, Tironi, um, which was nice. It, yeah. Oh, well, we also like, we had a, a drink at the distillery district because we had to, but yes, then we had dinner. It was Italian. It was like the fastest like service we've ever had. Like we were like in and out of the restaurant, like an hour or less, uh, which was crazy, but yes. Um, so that was also very nice. And yeah, then the next day we were driving back. Um, we actually were able to meet up with my college roommate on the way. She was going to Niagara Falls with her boyfriend. So we had a quick little double date and met each other's significant others, which is funny because we were both single the last time we saw each other and we started dating our people around the same time. Um, and now we're both happy and in love and it's so cute and off brand for us a little bit um so but yeah it was very lovely to see her and to meet her boyfriend and he's great so it was all great um yes and then gosh I'm talking so long and Joe Joe and I have a great conversation so I'm gonna wrap this up but yeah so then we went back but yes I dropped her at the airport and then came back here and I have so much more to say it's been like a week since then but I can just say it all on my recap episode which I think will be the next one um yeah, but we had such a lovely time. It was very good to see the teacher and all my friends at home. Um, very happy gal. But yes, Joe and I talk a lot and he's great. So uh, here's Joe. All right. And we're here with Joe. Yeah. What up? Yeah. <coughs> this mm. is the first ever episode recorded outside. It's true. How exciting. We're sitting um, like on a stage that we or i guess we don't perform on this stage but no someone does but we out here in these woods yes um okay so joe yeah you're a veteran new york cityer how long have you lived there so i've lived in new york uh for 10 years actually 11 wow uh, i've lived there 11 years june was my 11th anniversary Oh, cute. Uh, New York's always been a big part of my life, though, because my mom's from New York. Uh, oh. She grew up in the Bronx. And hey. uh, my aunt and uncle uh, have lived there my whole life. And so uh -huh. I'd visit them when I was a kid. Okay. We'd, like, go on trips and stuff. Oh, so um, when I graduated college, I knew I wanted to move to New York because um, theater was a top priority for me back then. Mm -hmm. So I thought New York's the best place to do it, and I had already a place to stay. And, um, yeah, then I've kind of just never left. Wait, wait, back up. Where are you from originally? Oh, so um, I was born in Knoxville, Tennessee. Nice. Uh, we um, lived there until I was about 12. My mom got a job in Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. So in the middle of sixth grade, we moved to Ohio. Okay. And then I graduated high school there, and then I went to college at Butler University. Uh, where I studied theater. Uh, Butler, for those that don't know, is in Indianapolis, Indiana. And then right after college, I moved to New York. And I've lived okay. in the Bronx, Manhattan, and Brooklyn. 
All right. So you know what the next question is going to be, which is your favorite to live in. Oh, I mean, without a doubt, Brooklyn's the greatest borough ever. (laughs) Period. Okay. There is no question. I think there might be some question. Uh, I mean, in my opinion, Brooklyn's the best. (laughs) Okay. Okay. In your opinion, that's fair to say. I did ask your opinion. That's true. Do you think it's the best to live in or the best period? Um, I think where I've lived in Brooklyn is really great. I've loved um, the different neighborhoods I've lived in Brooklyn. Like, yeah. they're just nice, and I felt comfortable. Like, they have their uh, disadvantages. You know, sometimes they're a little too far from a train station. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's you, know, you got to manage your time. Like, I used to live in Bay Ridge, mm-hmm. which, for those that don't know Bay Ridge, it's, like, on the end of the R line. Mm. So you're, like, all the way at the end. The last stop. Like, last stop. <laughs> Second to last, but... Still, like, mm-hmm. you're at the bottom. Basically the last. And so, like, it takes, it would take me, like, an hour, an hour and a half just to get to work someday. So I had to really manage my time. Yeah. But now where I live in Brooklyn, I live close to downtown by the Barclays Center. And it's just so convenient. Uh, there's just nice stuff there. Mm, yeah. It's so close to everything. And, um, yeah, I just love it. Is that downtown Brooklyn? Technically, yeah. Okay. Uh, the My neighborhood is called, I think, Prospect Heights, where I live. Oh. But it's like right on the border of downtown Fort Greene and okay. um, Prospect Heights. Okay. Because I have a friend who lives in downtown Brooklyn that is going to like Brooklyn Law School or something. Oh, that's okay. That's cool. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the same thing. but it, I mean, we're definitely close to each other. Yeah. Because like, that area of Brooklyn is really interesting because the mm-hmm. neighborhoods are so small, but yeah. th- they're like a big swath of yeah, land. So yeah. it's I would take the A to J Street to go there. Okay. Yeah. 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 J Street Metro Tug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. You oh, know. I know. I know. <laughs> I actually, in the last year or so, haven't really ridden the subway as much. Like, I'll ride it in wintertime, but I've yeah. gotten obsessed with um, city bikes. Oh, talk about that. So I... Good for you. I just... Um, <laughs> just I was... Um, I met this girl mm-hmm. uh, on one of the dating apps, and mm-hmm. we were hanging which out one? for a while. Uh, which one? Oh, you don't I think remember. it was Hinge. It okay. was Hinge. All right. It's important. Uh, and we were hanging out for like a month, <laughs> and one of the things she got me into was um, she told me about the new E-City bikes. So they're mm-hmm. bikes, but like they have like a little motor on them, mm-hmm. and like like when you pedal, it goes faster. And what I discovered was like with those e-bikes, they're basically a normal bicycle. Uh, but you don't have to like change gears and it just mm. like really You don't have makes, to work as hard. You don't have to work as hard. Like I'm not as sweaty as I am on a regular city bike. Tea. So I uh, got like a one year uh, membership and uh, city bike, like those e-bikes are like three cents a mile kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. So they're like, I could go from like where I live in Prospect Heights, I could go all the way up to Central Park for like a 40 minute bike ride mm-hmm. and it's three bucks. Yeah, which is also how much the subway would be. True, but, but I don't but, have to wait. Yeah. I don't have to like and you wait get for to a train. Enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, especially if it's nice out. And I, mean, I don't do less, it all the time, but when it's nice. Well, I was about to say it's less dangerous. I don't know about. I guess if you're a good bike rider, it's less dangerous. I, I've had to learn to uh, <laughs> read the road again. Yeah. And, um, yeah. People 
don't like to follow the laws of traffic. Yeah. Cars, yeah. people, yeah. Um, bicycle, other cyclists. Yeah. It can it can be harrowing. I won't lie to you. Yeah. But uh, it's an adventure every time I do it. Yeah. So. I mean, so's the subway. You That's know. true. It's dangerous in a lot of other ways. That's also true. Like uh, um, you know. I have yet to. I have not had a awful subway experience really uh well That's there was good. only the one time it was bad was um when i was with my ex it okay. was my birthday of and course. we were on the train and um there was a woman who uh was saying racial slurs mm-hmm. to us um and to was, you uh my ex uh, is uh, was Af- is African American. Oh, okay. I was like, Joe's white, everyone. <laughs> I, I am white, but my my ex gotcha. was not white. Okay, so, I understand. Uh, they, now. Um, this woman was talking about my ex. And oh no! It was very, um, yeah, it, very uncomfortable. That's rough. Uh, we eventually got out of there, and maybe I could have done more, but. Um, I just that is the one bad subway experience I've had because most people nothing um, physical though no nothing physical happened I mean that's horrible but you know the physical is really yeah am I gonna die right now I mean I have luckily knock on wood also haven't had too horrible of one just one time this creepy guy like older probably homeless maybe I'm not sure or without house I don't know you're supposed yeah. to say something else now um, but he like sat next to me and whatever and said something about like wanting to kill everyone or something weird and I was like oh no so then obviously I changed cars and he was like yeah you're gonna change cars now aren't you and then I was afraid he was gonna follow me into the next car Oh God! but I like literally did a quick change. I like had a hat and a sweatshirt in my backpack, <laughs> so I put on the hat and the yeah. sweatshirt, hoping he wouldn't recognize me. Holy crap! Um, but yeah, that was yeah, my that's one. Crazy. Hi, Ruben. We're podcasting. One of hi, Ruben. We're podcasting. Hi. Make an appearance. This is what happens when we record outside here. You can say hello. Hello, everyone. He plays Sir Walter Raleigh. I do. And uh, that's all. He doesn't live in New York City, so he's not important to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Vermont. Yeah. It's great there. Yeah, we're talking about how fun the subway is, so yeah. I'm sure you deal yeah. with that a lot. I was just in the subway uh, last you week. You just went. You just went to New York. Yeah, yeah. he was just there. So the uh, Met. Uh, the Met was great. The yeah. subway was stinky and hot. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> loud. Right. Yeah, yeah. Did you have? Did you see or have any interesting experiences on the subway while you were there? I did not, no. Um, but I, I, I do remember a number of, uh, I think it was Casey and Jess, they were talking about how if you ever see an empty car on the subway, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a good reason. thing. Yep, don't go in there. <laughs> yeah, don't go in there. Thanks for your wise words. Absolutely. Oh, man, I have so much wise words about the city. Being an experienced <laughs> city... Dweller. Dweller, Thank yeah. <laughs> You're dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god! We love a guest appearance with a guest appearance. Yeah. Um. Anyway, enough about the subway and enough about 
the city, talk more about you and your performing background. So you said you studied theater at Butler. Yeah. Did you study just like straight theater? Was it a BFA? So it was a um, Bachelor of Arts program. Okay. Uh, so not only did I learn acting techniques, but I also did learn basics in set design, mm. costume design, lighting mm. design, also uh, a little stagecraft. Like I, um, I don't know how other programs are, but I know with our program, not only did we have classes, but we had like when we were putting up our shows for the season, everybody had to work on it. So mm. like you got put on a crew for each yeah. show, whether you were on the lighting crew hanging lights in the theater, yeah. or you were on the set crew building the set, yeah. or if you were in the costume crew making the costumes. And you had to do that every time. Uh-huh. Because we had that at my school, but we only had to do it, I think like twice while we were there. Oh yeah, we had to do it uh, every, uh, every year, Every show, wow. we, we were on a crew. Your crew would change mm -hmm. uh, in every semester. Mm. But, like, as you, you would rotate. Mm -hmm. Except uh, I was on costume crew, I think, twice. Because oh, uh, nice. I'm not good at that stuff. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> Costumes is fun. I know how to sew, but sewing oh. is a skill that I, uh, yeah, that I, I am not good sew. at. I just, like, I guess I'm more so helped with, like, dressing. As yeah. to like sewing costumes. Well, you, there was also like for when the shows were up, if you weren't in the cast, you usually got uh -huh. put on a crew for the show itself. Mm -hmm. Like you were like mm -hmm. a lightboard operator yeah. or. Oh, you so know, you're all saying that. you could be in a show, but you're helping prep it too. Oh, yeah. Like you could be sewing a costume for a show you're in. Uh, yeah, 100%. That's cool. So is that, are there any majors that are specific set design, costume, or lighting? Or is it that, like, just one basic theater and you all just rotate? And so, that? yeah, it was one theater um, degree. and But you could kind of, like, through learning everything, kind of pinpoint what you wanted to focus on. Okay. Like, there were some people that came in for acting. Mm -hmm. But, like, um, like, my really good friend Kyle, mm -hmm. um, he came in for acting but he left with like set design and light design experience mm. and he took that on and went and did um, some great set and light design. Like he got a job at Warner Brothers. Oh. Uh, he, he helped work on a lot of the Oscar sets yeah. in the last few years. So like from just coming in with one thing, mm -hmm. he ended up having all these skills. And yeah, that's awesome. On my, on my end, I came in wanting to act and direct Mm -hmm. uh, those were my two focuses. Mm -hmm. So I learned all these skills, but I really honed on my directing and my um, acting skills. That's cool. That's really awesome. I almost wish I had more of that. It's very probably enlightening, like you said, for people, but also maybe more practical. I don't know. Also, if not, like if you still just want to leave as an actor, it definitely gives you more of an appreciation for all those people behind it the definitely, scenes. It definitely did help with the appreciation of that. And it was yeah. also a thing of like, when I started doing shows in New York, for example, sometimes when you first start out, you're not working with everything. Yeah. And sometimes they ask you to pitch in. So it's like if you already have some of those skills, yeah. it, it can make a production go a little bit better. Yeah. And you're a more valuable player in that sense. Yeah. Even like, well, yeah, when casting you because... You're like, hey, I'm so funny and talented, but also I know how to work a light switch thing. Or like, I uh, <laughs> I directed a show in New York uh, at a th at the uh, American Theater Association, known as ATA. It's uh, located 
on, I want to say it's on 57th. Okay. Maybe it's 56th. It's 56th between 8th and 9th. Okay. And uh, I've done a, I did a bunch of shows there because I, uh, when I first started working, I worked with a company called Ripple Effect Artists. Mm-hmm. Um, I got, that was my first ever show. It was a show called Teen Sympathy, and I met people through that. And then I did a couple of more shows with them, mm-hmm. and then I ended up working at ATA a little bit doing mm-hmm. shows. And ATA was kind of like a free form, like it was owned by this one guy, but you could put up any show. Yeah. Uh, with the thing being, you're not going to get paid. Right. Um, so I directed a one act mm-hmm. uh, that I put out on backstage. I got my actors. But I, but not only was I directed it, I painted the set. Mm. I um, did all the lighting for it. That's I, did, awesome. I ran the light board during all our shows. I put together like a musical playlist yeah. for like pre-show. So like, again, I think if I hadn't had my education, I would have probably still been able to do it, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to like, I would probably thought way harder about it, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's so cool. Um, I didn't know you were doing directing things too. It's been a long time since I've directed, so mm-hmm. um, I, th- I forget what year it was, but there was a time where I kind of just stopped acting. Mm-hmm. I just kind of focused on my side hustles and I was just kind of trying to make money yeah. and just try to you know, get by. But acting kind of took a back seat for a little bit there. Mm-hmm. And I did some things here and there, but it wasn't like I was constantly acting. Mm-hmm. Um, I've recently started auditioning again yeah. uh, now that I quit my uh, one side hustle. And um, also a lot part of it had to do with um, one of my big side hustles in New York is the uh, last five years I've been a trivia host. Yes, Trivia Joe. Yes, I am, <laughs> I am known as Trivia Joe on Instagram, and at, fi- at certain bars, they, they do know who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm like the most famous person one night a week yeah. at this one spot in New York City. <laughs> um, we'll take it. I hey, can't say the same. Hey, it's money, and it's a fun job. Yeah. But I think a large part of that was because I was – fulfilling and the entertaining aspects. Right. I didn't need to push so hard to audition. Mm, Because I was getting fulfillment from that. Gotcha. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Like, if you are making money and feeling fulfilled from that aspect of your life, like, I don't know, I guess I was saying with Christine or with someone how sometimes you don't feel like I don't know, like a gig like this, it's not cut and dry, like musical theater, for example, for me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I technically majored in. But like, it, we're still getting paid to perform. So it's like, it is still really, you know, if you're enjoying it, if, you know. I mean, also it doesn't matter if you're enjoying it, who cares if it's technically under the umbrella of like what you studied or whatever. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. So what, what are you auditioning for now? Um, like plays? So I kind of stopped doing plays a few years ago. Okay. Uh, I just didn't, I wasn't finding luck and mm-hmm. the money and just I got tired of working with people who yeah. just were kind of just stagnant yeah. in this one spot. And it was always this thing of like, when we get the equity card, that's going to set things off. And mm-hmm. then I saw my friends get their cards and then nothing really happened. Right. So it's that, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but I, um, while I was doing some stills, doing some theater, I did get in touch with these guys, um, Jim Mandrinos and Marco Berrios, who are two really great dudes, uh, along with um, 
John, the three of them created New Media Comedy, which is a um, film and um, online streaming production company. And I worked a lot with them. I've done so many videos for them on YouTube, on their Instagram. Um, we've done a few um, web shows together. I did do a film with them in 2019. Mm-hmm. It has not yet been released. I'm hoping that oh, it'll wow. be done soon. Yeah. Because uh, they're still editing it because when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. I think that kind of stalled production. Yeah, so We were done filming, but just the yeah. editing part. Well, that's nice that so, the filming was done. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a very uh, interesting movie that I did with them. Yeah. And, um, Do tell. Uh, it's called Syzygy. And, um, what? Syzygy. Can you spell that? S Y Z Y G Y. Okay. And um, I forget the exact definition. We talk about it in the movie, but basically, it is um, it's the it's when like two it's a it's a very um, stupendous event. It's like oh, okay. once in a lifetime, like this doesn't happen. Oh, cool. And and that's the crux of what it means. And the whole thing was about uh, two old friends who used to be lovers Mm -hmm. um, reconnect after a really long time. Uh, This -hmm. this woman uh, has gone on to be a big star. She's like a big um, pop star. Mm. And my character was a very well-known artist, but he became kind of a recluse, addicted to drugs. Mm -hmm. And it was a very... um, it was some tough material. Like yeah. it, it's a role that I'm not normally known for. Yeah. Because uh, normally I'm the funny high guy. <laughs> you know, I get cast a lot. Just as, acting, not in real life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I get cast a lot as the goofy best friend, yeah. or you know, mm-hmm. the high roommate, mm-hmm. or you know, the <laughs> schlubby guy. Uh, yeah. Schlubby, funny guy. Yeah. And uh, now that I don't mind doing that, it's fun gig and yeah. it's my wheelhouse. But you know, I think as actors, it's nice to be challenged. It's yeah. nice to do something out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Because that way, if you don't do that, you're not going to fucking grow. Right. You know? So yeah. I think it's important to challenge cool. yourself. So, so I have been trying to audition for more film work. Yeah. And also, I'm slowly working on a voiceover. Um, change i would love to get into voiceover mm, yeah you'd be good at that i'd love that um so was that film like a full length film or oh yeah long? no it was a feature um i don't know when it will be released i know they have a streaming service now mm-hmm. but i don't know if it's mm-hmm. on there yet so that's cool how how was the process of that like do you like Doing, it's very different film versus like live theater. Like, yeah. how did you feel I about it? I prefer film work. Um, really? Yeah. That was not my first film project. I did a bunch of film stuff with them before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like it because you can kind of, while, while you don't have the um, energy of a live audience, mm-hmm. um, you do get to like really delve into acting techniques and really like delve into creating. Um, another world so to speak yeah like another reality kind of a deal without having to worry about the audience and making sure they're engaged Mm. because like you're just focused on getting the best thing that looks good you know just telling your story yeah that is cool yeah I guess I've done some film things but not really ever like played well at least not in a few years played like a main role in a film so yeah 
I guess that, yeah, would be more interesting because it is more like intense acting, whereas I've done like a lot of extra work and things where it's just kind of like, all right, like we're doing the same thing over and over and blah, blah. But yeah, because I've always said I'm interested in both film and theater, but I don't know. It's, it's always like right now I lean more towards theater, but like I said, I haven't really done yeah. a ton of Is it just because also I know how much you love music. Is it because like you're just drawn to the right to the musical yeah. art um, form? Yeah, well, I definitely, yeah, it's definitely, like, I love doing projects where I'm able to sing. Even something like this, I'm happy that there are a couple opportunities that I get to sing. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I love acting, and the reason I majored in musical theater was because I was, you know, wanted to do acting, but I also like to sing, so I was like, well, this way I can do both, and I'll at least have acting training so I could do film or whatever. Um so I think it's also just kind of a little bit more daunting to me because, well, yes, I have acting training. I don't really know, like, as well how film auditions work or, like, where to find those projects, you yeah. know, and things like that. So. so I will say I found a lot of my film projects on backstage mm-hmm. or casting networks or all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was a wide variety, obviously, mm-hmm. of, yeah. like, commercial and whatever yeah um but uh, honestly the audition process for me was basically the same as a play Mm. uh they gave you sides or they give you something uh lately they want the self-tape and i will admit my self-tape game is uh pretty weak i Uh, I don't have good equipment yeah Uh, you just need a ring light joe i have a ring light um that's the equipment well, it's like they want, like, phone. they give me these scenes, right? And, like, I don't have yeah. anybody to read Ugh, with. I know that's the worst. So, like, I tried doing one where I just read my part. Mm. I didn't do the other part. <laughs> and I didn't get the gig, obviously. Yeah. But it was a thing of, like, I don't have anyone Ugh. I can read with. You I know? know. Like, I don't have. Like, I, I live with a roommate, but he's got his own life. Mm. You know, I can't ask him every time right. I need an audition. So right. it's nice to have actor friends who you like do each other's. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it is annoying, especially when you don't live. Like I'm like, oh, we can do each other's, but like, oh my gosh, left to Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's the other thing too. It's like I have other friends I could probably ask to do it, but we all live. Yeah. I know New York City is massive. Yeah. But like, it, it doesn't seem like it yeah. seems like you should be able to meet up with your yeah. friends easy, but like. There are some friends that I have that I see maybe once or twice a month because right. it's just I was so say a year hard. Even. Yeah. yeah, it's just so hard. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And everyone's, I mean, yeah, also just because everyone in New York City is like hustling all the time, always like go, go, go. Um, what was I going to say? But with the film auditions, do you feel like, I mean, this is always my question and maybe I overthink it, but I think for film when I'm self taping, I look not like at the camera I look like off to the side yeah. often for musical theater ones I look kind of closer to the camera I don't know like it's like we don't know what's right I guess but I mean maybe you do I don't know I mean I don't know if I know what's right either but I do know that like what like you say like looking off of the camera right. like that's always cause especially if you're having a scene with somebody right. I don't think it matters if it's film or play yeah. like you know yeah Plus, also the biggest thing though with film is you gotta have a reel. Yes. You gotta have a reel. Yeah, I need and, a reel. And um, it's also one of those things because like it's like with voiceover too, you need a voiceover reel. Right. 
but the best way to get a reel is just to do jobs because then you can take that footage and put right. it together but if you don't have anything right it's kind of hard to start so like what i did with my voiceover reel because mm -hmm. i have no voiceover experience right uh, but i was doing some research and so what i did was I took some like comic books that I have mm. and I wrote down some like one liners from those. Yeah. And I like made a voiceover reel based on uh, these like this material that's not like copyrighted. Right? I guess it is copyrighted, but yeah. it's not been vocalized. Mm -hmm. So it just sounded like it could be from anything. Right. And that's like my starter voiceover reel. Nice. Yeah. I think that works. So have you slash are you going to just like send that out to people or what are you doing with that? Yeah, so I got I got an account on Voices.com, which is like a voiceover, a main okay. voiceover um, website. Okay. And um, I have my reel uploaded there, but I just need to go on there, like fix up my profile a little bit. Yeah. And just, uh, just put it out there. Yeah. Same with my... Um, with my film reel, yeah. I think I'm gonna get off backstage because I'm not. I found like I mean I found this gig on backstage. Right. And I have found other gigs, but the money gigs aren't really on backstage. Yeah. I feel, and plus you never know what you're gonna get with backstage because yeah. I know they vet, but sometimes things fall through the cracks. Yeah. So. I'm assuming you have to pay for Voices.com. I think you can get you can actually have a free one, but yeah. like it is one of those things where if you pay, you can probably be seen more. Right. Kind of a thing. It's I. It's like anything in our business. Yeah. Like you gotta pay for it, I and know. I hate that it's aspect of all it. All these things. It's like we're all um, broke. Why? Why do we have to pay for all these things? Yeah. I know. I really need to join Casting Network because I just like didn't want to have to pay for another thing. But. I was only on it because I had an agent for a while and they oh, put yeah. me on there. Oh yeah. But um, they didn't. They didn't really find me a ton of gigs. Yeah. I would have like one gig or two a year from them because they were more of a modeling agency than an acting agency. Mm. Um, Interesting. So what do you mean you you had an agent? Oh, they let me go uh, a few months ago. They oh. they dropped me. Uh, they said because of the pandemic and everything, Sheesh. they were going back to just modeling, and mm. I didn't really fit into what they were looking for. Mm. I'm sorry. It happens. Did you like having them while you had them? It was nice to know that I, it existed as a form of income when I wasn't really auditioning. Mm -hmm. uh, I got a couple of commercial gigs out of that. I was mm. uh, did some French cheese commercials. <laughs> uh, uh, they, I think they actually took them off YouTube now, but they were on YouTube for a while. Oh, damn. And uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I did some French cheese commercials for a while. French cheese, that's good shit. Uh, yeah, it was a fun gig. And, <laughs> some brie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, made, we made some jokes. We made a lot of cheese jokes. It was very like what I'm doing here at the festival where it's just – we had like a generalized idea, but we just improvised the oh, lines nice. and just kind of fucked around. Nice. And it was fun. It was a fun little that silly fun. gig. I love that. So one of your cool things, all, these are all cool things, but I, I just want to hear more about your side hustles and more about Trivia Joe and things. So when I first got to New York, <laughs> I um, was sleeping on my aunt and uncle's couch. Mm -hmm. In the Bronx. Uh, in the Bronx for a year. I just auditioned. I didn't have a side hustle yet. Yeah. Well, you were, weren't paying rent, I'm assuming. Um, no, so I was nice. not paying rent. But I also, the first job that I had in New York, um, the reason, one of the reasons I moved so quick was I got a summer gig working 
at a camp called Soul Arts Academy, which was like a dance camp. Nice. Mixing in with theater, and I was brought in to help teach theater to kids, but like, I didn't really have that much experience. But So I was basically a glorified babysitter. Um, <laughs> but it was a really fun job. I did that for three years. What was uh, that it, company? Uh, Soul Arts Academy. Soul Arts Academy. Uh, they're based in the East Village, uh, run by an amazing lady named uh, Rosie Lanzirio. Uh, she's uh, taught kids forever, and she's a very, very great teacher. Um, okay. And like she, she could get them to do some awesome dancing, and That's cool. she's great. I love Rosie. Is um, that Soul as in S O U L? Yeah. Okay. Nice. S O U L, and through that, um, I met a woman named Allison Palmer, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, got me a lot of babysitting and. Got me a lot of babysitting gigs. Yeah. Uh, got me a gig as a personal assistant for a friend mm-hmm. of hers. Nice. And um, it, she's amazing. Um, and I used to babysit her kids, too, mm-hmm. for a little bit because I met them through the camp. Mm-hmm. And um, she's great, too. Uh, she's in a band called Betty. Mm, um, name of my car. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's in a band called Betty. They're well-known in the LGBTQ community. Ah, um, I gotta look into it. Yeah, uh, they did, I think, a song for the original L Word. Oh. I feel like they, I don't know if they did the intro song, I can't remember, but I know, like, oh. they have a lot of good music. Oh, and uh, Betty's awesome. Uh, you should check them out. I should. They Maybe I shows, already know them. They do shows, like, I know they the do, like, a Christmas show mm-hmm. at the at the at a winery on the west side. Mm-hmm. Cute. Yeah. I'll have to take the teacher and go. <laughs> she's, she's a code name. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know that, but that's funny. Yes. Um, um, well, for a while, I wasn't even saying she was a girl. Oh. T. That is, that is big T. Now everyone knows. But yeah, so then um, I was a dog walker mm-hmm. when I first started out. And uh, that was fun, but hard job. Because uh, I never took time off. Yeah. I worked every day. Um, At dog walking or in general? Dog walking. Dang. And nice. and I was still auditioning too, but like I right. never had a day off. Ugh. I worked seven days a week. Yeah. It was exhausting. Yeah. And then after dog walking, I wanted to quit that. And then I got into trivia. I looked up trivia companies and I found NYC Trivia League. Mm-hmm. And um, they hired me and I was a host for like, I've been hosting there ever since. After about a year, um, the owner of the company, Ryan West, um, I didn't get to know him super well, uh, but I found out after I got hired that um, he had been diagnosed with um, cancer. Mm. It was really, I forget the exact, but it was, it was, it was bad. Yeah. And he passed away. Ugh, um, I'm sorry. Yeah. But through that then, um, his um, partner, Cullen, uh, kind of became the de facto head of the company mm-hmm. and along with um, this couple uh, amazing two amazing people Peter and Meredith mm-hmm. uh, who have been longtime hosts and fellow actors mm-hmm. um, along with them we all kind of just pitched in to just help out where we could mm-hmm. and then I ended up becoming the commissioner of the league quote unquote. Mm. Well, really all that means is yeah, I, I crunch in the numbers. Oh. I keep track of all scores on a spreadsheet. Mm. And for like two hours a week, I'll just like sit in my room on my computer watching like a TV show or something and just plug in the information. 
mm. and just make sure the standings look good and uh, on the website and just making things look nice. So mm-hmm. I just keep track of scores and then I'll like email people about their scores and I'll mm. email, you know, like we have a championship every season. So mm. I'll send out invites cool. for that. that. That's like my job. Yeah, that's um, fun. As well as being a host. And I host usually five nights a week. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. So yeah. is that all you do now besides audition? Now, yeah. That's I awesome. was working at a company called Brooklyn Game Lab where we taught kids board games, LARPing, and D&D. <laughs> That's um, perfect for you. It was a fun job. I was there for like three years, yeah. but uh, there was a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, but also yeah. just like it took away from auditioning, really, because yeah. even though it was an after-school program and a summer program where it was like nine to five kind of the deal, right. it just ate up so much of my time. Right. And I was making money, but it, I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. So, and I think I would have left earlier, but the only reason I stayed was because the pandemic hit. And when uh, the pandemic hit, I had... You're like, well, I have no other I, I didn't have anything. Uh, trivia stopped for three months, for months. Yeah. Um, that was the only job I had, so I had to keep it. Yeah. Wow. The, uh, sound, the trivia sounds cool, though. Yeah, I love being a trivia host. Yeah. Um, and I, you're great at it. He did a little trivia <laughs> night for us here. That's true. We got to meet Trivia Joe. It's it's just me times a hundred. <laughs> That's all it is. I, I don't really do anything different. It's I make true. I make bad jokes. I mean, I make bad jokes in yeah. person. <laughs> but uh, I just you know, it's yeah. it's a good time though, and it is again like it fulfills for me that sense of I get to entertain, mm-hmm. not necessarily acting, but like I realize. Right. I don't necessarily want to be an actor, but I do want to be an entertainer. Exactly. I just want to make That's what people. I was trying to say, yeah. I just want to make people feel good mm-hmm. and have a good time. Get paid to perform. Yeah. And that's performing. True. That's so fun. And you're like in a bar. I'm sure everyone's having a good time. Well, that's the goal. I'm yeah. hoping. Does it get not... heated? Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, there have been some times where some people take it a little too seriously. Yeah. Most of the time, though, everybody's just having fun. Yeah. And everyone's super chill. And um, I like check on everybody. I like to go up to every table and make sure everybody's having fun, check in. Good. And, uh, yeah. Because, like, you're not every, – not everyone can be a winner. Yeah. But everybody can have a good time. Yeah. So it sounds like you're, uh, you know, you've been in this city over a decade making some good connections and things with people. It sometimes doesn't feel like it, but I definitely have made um, connections Yeah. Uh, without realizing it sometimes. Yeah, it's true. Like, even I was reflecting to the teacher on the phone earlier, and I was like, you know, I'm proud of myself this year. I, gra- I graduated a year ago, and I've made a lot of connections. And, like, you know, you never know. Like, even anyone from this run fair, like, could, you know, make a movie or make a play, and they're going to cast true. you, and they're, you know, or can you help with this thing? So... It's very cool, and yeah, I mean, it sounds very clear to me that you have, even if you were unaware of it. Yeah. And it's also just from being someone, you know, like us, like a, someone who, you know, gets along with most people and is friendly and whatever. That's just, you're naturally <coughs> naturally going to. It's not like I'm being friendly just to make the connections, but it's nice to, after the fact, to be like, oh, like, yeah. Or when things come up, like, for example, my Christmas gig, I, like, told you and Zach about it, and I was like... You know, that's nice, and I know that if something came up that you knew I could do, like, you would tell me and whatever, so 
that's just very cool and fun. So yeah, I'm impressed with all of your well, networking, you. whether you're aware of it or not. Yeah, I've never really thought of myself as a networker per se, yeah. or like because I've always right. Well, I think that's why it's so great because it's like genuine. Yeah, because I just try to just do the best job I can with whatever the gig is, and it's nice to meet people, mm-hmm. and I hope that leads to other things. But like, yeah. you can't always count on other people to give you a gig. Yeah, like you can't. You just can't. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you just gotta keep yeah. on the hustle, and yourself. like, hopefully, they'd be cool if they did. Right. But like, you, you gotta mm-hmm. look out for yourself a little right. bit too, yeah. you know. And then it's awesome if you're the one who does something. You you can offer things yeah. to your friends, you know. I mean, I feel like that would be one of my things. Is like I'd love to be in a position where I can offer my friends mm-hmm. like jobs and yeah. things. Uh, right now, I'm not in that position, right. but like but I do. Knows? Like I always like as a for trivia. I'm always offering like, yo, if you need a side hustle, mm-hmm. it's not a bad side hustle. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to do it every day. Yeah. Uh, you can kind of pick and choose. And um, we'll just hook you up with, like, your one bar a week. And if you want more, we can get you more. Are you telling me I should do trivia, Joe? If that's what you want to (laughs) do. If you want that hustle, that's that's an option. But uh, I also think that you're on the right path. Thank you. So I don't think you need any help with that. Yes, thank you. I I like to – I'm quite a hustler as well. Um, Sometimes too much, but (laughs) you got to be in the city sometimes. That's true. As an actor especially. Well, I, I asked Christine to talk a little bit about her experience here. If you want to touch on it, are you are you having a good time? What's what's your? Taste? I've um, I honestly have loved the experience as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, the first month when we were just rehearsing, that was interesting because <laughs> I haven't been in a educational setting right. in years yeah. and it felt like going back to school a little bit yeah it did. Uh, in some ways like mm-hmm. it felt like we were taking classes we and, were we were getting paid we were, I mean, we were getting paid but yeah, yeah it kind of felt like i guess what it was. getting a master's is like i guess Maybe. where you go back and yeah you get paid a little to to act and right to learn a new skill um, this is also, I don't know if I told you this, but this is also the first time I've been in front of a live audience, uh, doing like theater mm-hmm. again in probably six, seven years. Oh, wow. Good for you. Like you I haven't, so I haven't been on a stage in a long time. I've wow. been doing mainly film work oh, yeah. and I, I mean, I obviously didn't do trivia, so I'm like, I'm used to being right. in front of a live audience. You're but, working that muscle. But, but yeah. yeah, I haven't like acted like this yeah. in a long time. Oh, wow. Uh, so this was, I would have had no idea. Yeah, no, this was a new experience in the sense of, like, this kind of theater is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the community is very interesting. Yeah. But it's fun. I, yeah. I have enjoyed it, and I've enjoyed the people I've met and mm-hmm. the connections I've made. And, yeah. Um, if asked to come back, I think I would do another year. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if I'd do a third year, right. but I would definitely do it one more time now that I've Right. Now I know what I'm getting into. Right. I agree. Yeah, and I think probably that first month would be a little maybe easier now that we've done it and we know what to expect. Yeah. It would just be having to connect with a new set of people. Right. Right. Unless or maybe we all come back. Unless everybody gets invited back. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but I'm sure there'd be at least a few new people either way. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm going to do a whole episode later, probably the next one after this, talking oh, about nice. my experience. But, yeah, I agree. I'd probably do one more year. 
I, I mean, ideally, I'm, you know, on Broadway, so I'm, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, if, if, bothered, a gig, but... <laughs> uh, if a higher-paying gig comes along, I mean, I'm right. probably going to take the higher-paying right. gig. But, <laughs> but um, it's a nice option. No, knowing that this is here, and uh-huh. I, I, I would want to do it again. Yeah. Um, everything else aside, like, the work is awesome. Yeah, and everyone's very kind and talented and funny, so... Yeah, I guess no. I mean, if you really think about it, like the first month, I mean, and now, like we're just like really just like making each other laugh all day. It's true. We just try In to make each other. Well, we just try to make each other laugh, and just yeah. um, that's why, like when we first got here, I uh, had that game night because I really wanted us to just connect. Like we don't need to become best friends or anything, right. but like yeah, I thought it was important as an ensemble because we yeah. all have to work together and live together every yeah. day. Like, we got to kind of like each other. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. We have to here. I mean, yeah, we're all living, you know, yeah. right by each other. We don't need to be best friends, but, like, we do need to get along. Yeah. So I feel like that's important. Yes. And it's nice if we're all best friends. Yeah. It's, it's a plus. But, it is a plus. Um, but, yeah, it's not necessary. But, yeah, I agree. Joe, I think that's all I needed to ask you or wanted to ask you about. Um, cool. Plug yourself. Say if you want, you can say when and where you do trivia. You can uh, say all sure. your socials. You already said some of them, but yeah. So uh, you can find me on Instagram at trivia joe eighty eight. Um I do have a Facebook, but I'm not gonna share that. Yeah, don't share that. Uh, <laughs> I have a Twitter, but I'm not gonna share that. The thing with my social media is I literally post on Instagram kind of only, right. but I don't me too. use any of the others yeah. at all. Yeah. I have them, I just yeah. don't use them. Um, I'm not very good at social media. I think that's one of my downfalls uh-huh. as a performer. Yeah. I don't do enough social media, probably. Ugh, it's annoying but, to keep um, up with. So I have those. However, if you're in New York City, uh, the week of August 15th, uh, that is when I will be returning yeah. as a trivia host. And you can find me every Monday, starting the 22nd, every Monday at the Winslow okay. at 7.30 p.m. Okay. Every Tuesday at Faces and Names up uh, on like 54th and 7th is where it is, okay. uh, 8 o'clock on Tuesdays. Uh, every Wednesday at DSK, a German beer hall mm-hmm. in uh, Fort Greene, mm-hmm. right off the A train on the Fulton Street stop, mm. or C train, Fulton Street stop, okay. every Wednesday at 7.30, and uh, every Thursday at the Harry Lemon in uh, Alphabet City uh, <laughs> like at 8 o'clock. And then I also host a game called Mixtape Bingo on Sundays at a bar called uh, The Factory 380 Mm. on 23rd and 3rd. Nice. Look at all those. And it's on Sundays, I think it's 7 o'clock. I think it's at 7. Okay. It's been a while since I've done it. Yeah. Well, are you going to post all that on Instagram? I will post it all up on Instagram. In fact, next week I'm going to make a big Instagram post about my upcoming return to New York. Nice. I've been getting texts from, like, some of my regulars and some of my friends from the trivia scene who are like, are you back yet? Can you come back (laughs) now? We miss you. And I'm like, I miss you guys, too. Oh, so soon. This will be up uh, next Tuesday. Oh, great. Maybe it'll coincide with your with my with my big return. Maybe. Um, yay! Good job, Joe. Thanks for having me, Natalie. Of course, love you. Love you too. All right, thank you so much for listening. Joe is awesome. Thank you, Joe, again for being on. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Please rate and review, subscribe, follow all the things um, at NNY Podcast on Instagram, and you can email 
nnypodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or inquiries and yeah have have a good week y'all or two weeks and I'm excited next week will most likely finally be a solo episode again so I hope you've enjoyed um all these guest artists and I know I have so yes see ya